G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Loneliness, it's running at epidemic proportions. It ranges from mildly unsettling to emotionally devastating. The last thing we feel like doing when we're lonely is reaching out. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond. Great to be back with you again. Today we're going to be taking another look at loneliness from a different perspective. And please do stick with me because very soon I'll be telling you about my latest life application booklet. It's called Don't Miss Out on God's Blessing. And I would absolutely love to send you a free copy to help you remove any obstacles to the flow of God's blessing in your life. Loneliness, that deep hurt inside that rises out of the painful realisation that we're not connected with other people. And a key part of that downward spiral of loneliness is a sense of powerlessness, a sense that we're not good enough or worthy enough or important enough to do anything about it. That's why this week we're looking at dealing with loneliness. I really believe that if God is God, he doesn't want us to be lonely. If you've missed any of these programs this week on loneliness, I'll let you know at the end of the program how you can listen to them again online. You know, when we're lonely, the last thing we think we can do is to help other people. But amazingly, reaching out turns out to be very much a part of the solution. Go and stand in the local shopping centre and just watch for five or ten minutes. You see people rushing around, doing stuff and not connecting. Now, my local shopping centre is a really large, new, flash shopping centre. And you almost never see people stop and recognise each other and connect. A century ago and more, communities had like the village square, you know, that green patch and and the houses were all around the village square and and families connected. That's been replaced by the shopping centre, the shopping mall. The connection and community has been replaced by lots of lonely people wandering around aimlessly in and out of shops. Here's a tough reality. The world is not going to stop and help you or me just because we're lonely. Let me say that again. The world, the way it is today, is just not going to stop and help you and me because we feel lonely. It's true in many families. It's true even in many churches. Not all, but in many. That's painful. But it's not our fault. It's not your fault. It's not about you or me. It's just the way the world is. Probably this is not what you want to hear if you happen to be feeling lonely and powerless right now. But the fact is that social Darwinism is alive and well. It is a jungle out there. And it's all about the survival of the fittest. It's not that people are horrible. It's not that people don't want to help. It's not that everyone's nasty. It's just not a neighbourly kind of world anymore. People are too busy. Great. So now what? If I'm lonely in a world where everybody is too busy to stop and connect with me, what's going to happen to me now? 
with loneliness, with a sense of being desperately alone and not connected with people, comes a sense of helplessness. I can't do this. I can't change this. I'm no good. No one's going to want me. Now, that's understandable, but it should be temporary. Unfortunately, the further people go down that downward spiral of loneliness, it sets in and becomes permanent. Some people just plan on being perpetual victims for the rest of their lives. Now, maybe you are walking through loneliness right now, or maybe someone that you know is walking through loneliness right now. And this sounds particularly tough. It is. It has to be. Here's the rub. Maybe being a victim would have worked 30 or 40 years ago, but it's not going to work today. No one has got time. Bottom line, wallowing won't work. And that's a good thing. It's a good thing because if you're someone that's lonely, one of the biggest needs that you have is to get over self-pity. It's to get over that sense of powerlessness. It's to get over this reality that I can't do anything and it won't work. What you need is to reach out. What anybody needs, maybe you know someone who's lonely and who feels powerless, they need to take the step and reach out. They need to connect. If you're lonely, you have this deep need, but how? How do you do that when everyone is just too busy? comes back to something we were talking about the other day. Loneliness gives us a time and a space to discover who we are, what we enjoy, what we're good at. Maybe that's basketball. Or maybe you're like me and you're vertically challenged and you'll never be any good at basketball. Maybe your gift is sitting down and talking to people and making them feel better. Drinking coffee. Maybe you've got a coffee ministry coming up. Maybe your gift is serving. We don't discover these things until we've had time and space in a period of loneliness to explore them. I truly believe that's true. It was true in my life. I had some things I was good at, but I never really had time to develop them and, and to nurture them and to come to grips with them. Me, I discovered in that time that I was good at storytelling. So in the period of loneliness, we have time to discover our gifts and what we're good at. And we can now go and take those gifts and add value to someone. Busy people don't notice victims. Busy people do notice other people who add value. That's one side of the equation. The other side of the equation is lonely people need to develop their self-esteem and they can do that by adding value. I don't know about you, but it seems to me like those two things are made for each other. When Bernie was lonely and single again 10 years ago, God was doing stuff in my life, so I, I ended up going to a church. It was a little church in a place called Oyster Bay in the southern suburbs of Sydney in Australia. There are only about 30 or 35 people in this church, and I went along all broken and lonely and not knowing whether anyone would ever think anything of me again. And I discovered they only had one piano player. Well, I can play the piano. And so I practised and practised and practised, and I ended up playing the piano during the services. And people noticed that I seemed to be good with words. And so I was asked to lead worship. And so the pastor of the church asked me to preach. I'd been a Christian for five minutes. And this guy said to me, Hey Bernie, why don't you get up and preach one Sunday? All of a sudden I discovered I could contribute to other people's lives using my gifts. 
Have you noticed? I'm still doing that. Right now, I'm doing the thing that I discovered when I was lonely. Isn't God fantastic? Isn't God just wonderful? And it was great for me. I needed to have a sense that I could add value to other people's lives. Wallowing won't work. Adding value will. Jesus was just a crummy carpenter. He was misunderstood, misinterpreted, mistreated. He often went to lonely places to pray. But that loneliness didn't debilitate him. That loneliness didn't stop him from doing what God had called him to do. That's the picture. That's the model. Are you in a world that's too busy to notice that you're lonely? Well, get up, take up your cross and follow Jesus. Not to be served, not to be the victim, but to serve. And as you take the gifts that God has given you and you serve other people with those gifts, he's going to bless your socks off. He's going to do things in your heart and your soul and your spirit that you never dreamt he could possibly do because God is a God of grace. You get up and follow him and watch out what God does for you. Life can be tough sometimes, and when we're doing things tough, it's so easy to lose sight of God's passionate desire to bless us. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of my latest life application booklet. It's called Don't Miss Out on God's Blessing. And with life application questions at the end of each chapter, you'll be able to chew things over to apply God's Word right into the realities of your life. God's Word is alive and active. Amen. So I'm praying that He'll help you remove any obstacles to the flow of His blessing in your life through this booklet. You can request your free copy right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send it straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Hey, thank you so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.